You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Randomness Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. Uh, my AKA for today is uh, no, uh, DJ No Envy. Oh my god. And it's, and it's usual I'm by my friends and my co-hosts. I'ma let Adrian take it away on DJ Envy. Go ahead, friend. I mean, what is there to to say he was do, quote unquote doing real estate? Mm. When a nigga tell you they do real estate, run the other way. Don't invest in nothing that they are offering. And if Joe Budden is the voice of reason and telling you that's basically a Ponzi scheme, run with that. And it's too late for your wife to scrub the Instagram because the feds got it. When the feds pull up, it's over. I think they are at like a 99.6 conviction rate. You see what happened to Jen Shaw. Y'all folks don't learn. Furthermore, radio, I hope they sue. I hope they get a piece of y'all too. Because y'all had this scammer on y'all platform. Mm. I just want to say this to when you will openly admit that you have learned all about real estate from a motherfucker who learned about real estate in jail. You deserve every bad thing that's coming to you. And like Adrian said, you don't do real estate. You are in the real estate game. You sell real estate don't, and you were buying you were buying houses game either. You were buying houses, fixing them up, and renting them, talking about you do real estate. 15 You a goddamn slumlord. Mm-mm-mm. Well, suffer, nigga. I ain't never liked you nowhere. Yeah. Take all the light-skinned niggas off this earth. <laughs> <laughs> Take DJ Envy, who out there looking like a, a, a herniated belly button. Take Caesar Pena, who looking like a not super big pun. Uh, take that credit, motherfucker. He a scammer too. Okay, get all of y'all the fuck out of here and get that white man with a with a one blade fade, Sean King, out of here too. Everybody could go. Everybody could go. Uh huh. We back, y'all. We back. As you can hear, Adrian is back and she is ready to mess and talk shit. Um, we appreciate y'all for supporting us while some while our favorite shows are not spending the block yet but november is going to be jam-packed you're going to want to be here you're going to want to make sure you are subscribed to us wherever you listening to your podcast because real housewives of potomac is coming back bell collective is coming back uh married to medicine is coming back yeah it's quite a few things i'm very excited um you know potomac is going to be interesting married to medicine is going to be interesting I found out some interesting tea, you guys, about uh, Dr. G's new wife who calls herself Sweet Tea. Um, mm. That is, remember I kept saying she looked like Toya's bitch Stewie? That is, I'm sorry. That is actually Toya's blood cousin. Really now? Yeah, that is Toya's cousin, which then it makes me wonder, you know, what, mm. what was... Because mm, that, mm, that has some implications. Yeah. Uh, the the other thing I found out is if we all remember, remember Doctor G and Doctor G said his the biggest undoing of their marriage was that Quad didn't want to have any kids. 
Mm-hmm. Well, according to what's circulating the internet, and I don't, I haven't done too much digging for receipts, so this is all alleged. But according to the internet, his new wife has some health issues that would make pregnancy nearly impossible for her. Or if she did get pregnant, it would more than likely be life-threatening for her. And so if that is true, we can finally debunk that bullshit from Dr. G and say that this was not about Quad having kids. This was about the fact that Quad started making her own money and developed a life outside of Dr. G and he got jealous and insecure. And he was trying to use a baby to slow her down. Yep. Being in my opinion. I absolutely agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, I wanted to drop that. I hadn't heard anything else as we get ready to go into the new seasons of these shows. But um, Jeremy, where do you want to go first? Because we know Adrian doesn't play in the snow. So I figured we could get Salt Lake City out the way. So we have to have an honest conversation about the level of disconnect between Mary and her son for her to be the last person to find out that her son had gone and gotten married, especially when the rumors were swirling around town and the, his unwillingness to be completely honest and forthcoming with his mother about it. First things first, if you are hiding a marriage or you have to sneak and get married, you don't need to be married. True. That's the first thing. The next thing is, Mary, you can save those fake-ass crocodile tears because we don't believe you. You need more people. The fact that your son would hide his that he has gotten married from you and that you heard whispers around town but never had a real in-depth conversation, Um, you and your son are not nearly as close as you'd like to have us believe, and that just further lets me know there's a lot that's not clean in the milk when it comes to Mary Crosby. Oh, absolutely not. I, we beat that from the first, like the first season when she was the full cast member, not even like a friend of the show like she is now. The scenes with her and her son, the, the, the few of them, they, like you could, at least to me, you could tell they were faking it. And I, you know, I, I'm speculating. I don't know this for certain. I don't know for fact. But I believe part of the reason, like I agree with you, like if you need to go sneak off and sneak off to marry, that is a sign you don't need to marry. But also, your mama, Miss Holier than now, Miss, you know, I am the church, she the last one that look to know that you married. I believe that part of that 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 evilness that we saw in that clip, you know, of her at the church, that seep I believe some of that has probably seeped into the relationship with her and her son, which is why he is so distant from her. Absolutely. Uh I certainly believe that he and his mom do not have a close relationship anymore. I believe a lot of the issue behind that, the dissolution of their relationship is probably because she doesn't like his girlfriend or now wife. Um, I am not sure if this is the same wife that when she used to talk about, oh, he buying her Gucci, he buying her this, he using his allowance to buy her that. I don't know if this is the same woman um, but Mary was definitely given uh, no woman is good enough for my son vibes. So this is not shocking, but I'm glad that we're allowed to see it on camera so we could call a thing a thing. And also, we still haven't seen Robert Sr. in many moons. 
it's probably I feel like they're on a Will and Jada Smith. Like they married, but they for sure separated. Mm-hmm. So even that or he don't want to be on the camera no more after because what we ain't seen him since what season one? Something like that. And the last time and that was the last time we saw him was at the no, not even at the reunion, because he um he and another husband, I, I forget who, but they phoned in. So they it weren't was, even present. Meredith's husband. Yes. Yes. So both of them, like, he phoned in. So it might be a situation of they separated, like you said, or he just don't want to be on these damn cameras. Correct. Correct. So let's get to this Easter party. <laughs> the because... question mark, the quotations is killing me. First of all, I would punch you in the face if I got in my car and a, a big ass Easter bunny was in my car. Like you're going to jail. I'm calling the police. <laughs> you, just, you just got a big ass bunny on the dashboard. <laughs> yeah, like it's a no for me, dog. It's a no. Um, so this is a good time to retract our conversation from last week where we said Meredith was spreading that rumor. As it turns out, Meredith didn't utter a word about that rumor. It was all Monica. It was Monica all along. Which... So how do you feel about it? Because I, 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 I have thoughts. Well, if, if my biggest thing then is, again, Whitney is being a shit-stirring, gaslighting piece of shit mm. to blame that solely, to blame that on Meredith when it wasn't actually Meredith. Meredith says she heard some things about their marriage, but it was it, she never mentioned it being that particular rumor. Monica was spreading it amongst the girls. So it, I'm it was very calculated on Whitney's part to try to make it seem like Meredith was spreading that rumor. And so I just feel like Angie owes Meredith a huge apology. And we need to it's time for everybody to turn on Whitney. It's time for Whitney to receive the Jen Shaw treatment. Because, uh, girl, what the fuck? Uh, I don't disagree with any of that. I think I have a very cynical take in that <laughs> it's fucked up, right? But I'm kind of glad that Monica was the one to start it because have, we've been saying this. Like, if you're going to be on this show and be around these diddy ass white women and you were literally close to Jen goddamn Shaw, you got to do something. Now, it might be dirty-handed at both of them, but you got to be do something to get your snow globe on this show. And this is it. Because yep. I said it last week, I was waiting for Monica. I was waiting for her to, to like, listen, if you're going to be a villain, be a villain. If you're going to be messy, be messy. I was waiting for her to do something to earn her keep on this show. And as fucked up as it is, this is it. Oh, absolutely. And she even said to Angie, like, girl, I came and told you what was being said. She, I, t- I she said really it. Did. I told you. She, she like, yeah. And she really went up the edge and was like, girl, is you stupid or dumb? <laughs> the other thing is, Monica, I would have left Monica Mama at the party too. Because, bitch, <laughs> why is you here? And if you here, you're supposed to be uh, taking up for me wholeheartedly. Even if I'm wrong, correct me when we uh, when we get get home, when we get in the car. But I don't need you trying to chastise me and, and you know, talk to me like I'm a child when this you bitch came it, and started with me. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of uh, of New York and uh, and Pastor Padawee. Oh, yeah. Like how, how mama used to do her, like in public, just talk to her crazy in an old kind of way. Also kind of like how Candace and Dorothy is. Yep. 
That's what it reminded me of. Yep. It'd be your own mama. <laughs> you supposed to have a United front. Now, nah, goddamn shit. You just sort it all out when you get back to the crib. But we got a public sure. have my back. Shit. For sure. So I'm my I guess my biggest thing is are we at the end of the sizzle or are things just heating up? Because now that it's been debunked that Meredith was spreading this nasty, salacious rumor involving Angie and her husband and his sexuality, we find out Monica says, Oh no, I I'm I brought that rumor up. Meredith didn't say that particular rumor. And it's been floating around for years. And thus, Meredith didn't start it. Meredith's not spreading it and so on and so forth. So now what? Where are we going from here? What's next? Who's next on the chopping block is my question. There's a few places I feel we can go. But will we go? That's the question. Because we can, we can, it's it's damn, you can have a, what's the damn, um, like you can have a shooting range of topics that going at Whitney's ass. I'm really, really ready for Whitney to be called to the carpet. Like, I'm super ready. It's time. Yeah. But, like, it does beg the question, though, to your point. Because, like, I, for me, like, like Whitney would be, like, the next target, right? Like I said, you could talk about a marriage, her messiness, her shit starring, her, her deteriorating relationship with her Heather. Like, that's... Like, but after that, like, where else could you go? I don't know if Mary will allow them to kind of dive into her strange relationship with her son, because that sounds like something where the other girls could pick up on and be like, bitch, what the fuck? But I don't know if Mary will allow that. It's the, yeah. Uh, could, um, could Angie, you know, flip the script and... Cause she's staying ten toes down in it, and even though Monica, you know, said bitch, it came from me, cause she still go after Meredith. I don't know for what reason, but I'm just trying to figure out where they could go because you know I'm picking up what you're putting down. It's like okay, we got here now, so like what else y'all niggas got? Cause not gonna lie, it started out strong, but now it's kind of at that point where getting a little dull. Hmm. So. You might, y'all niggas might, well, y'all practice might get shelved because, yeah, it's kind of looking dicey. Speaking of dicey, Segway Jones, basketball wives. Okay, listen, where you want to go? I mean, we just might as well. So, I have forgotten all about the fact that Brittany Renner was photographed hanging out with Shaq. The thing, so. Now I'm starting to understand why Brittany threw that drink in Brooke's face because so fucking what? So fucking what? Quite literally, Shawnee is a married woman and has moved on with her life. Who gives a fuck about Brittany Renner being out with Shaq? It's not like Shawnee and Brittany Renner are the best of fucking friends. This is not like Jennifer or Evelyn being photographed being out with with Shaq. This is quite literally some some woman that's how many probably not even not being funny because Shani is a beautiful woman. So that's all I'm saying. But then we're talking about a woman that's 10, 15 years Shani's junior. Yeah. Being photographed out with Shaq, not booed up, not hugged up, not loved up on or nothing. And literally just a picture. Just a picture. While Brittany Renner is more than likely doing was doing a press run because she put out that tell all book and she's been on several podcasts, uh, done several interviews, several this, several that. Why are why is this a pop you're stirring, Brooke? 
Like, if you're going to have mess, at least let, let it be substantial mess. This is stupid. Not to mention, you don't think Shawnee and her team did their due diligence when they offered Brittany Renner a fucking contract on this show? I know, right? You don't think that she don't know that this girl was photographed hanging out with Shaq? Like, girl, you had to, like, you had to, like, you had to, like, they put a fucking superhead on the damn show. Like, what did you do? Oh, sorry, Corinne Stephanie. Yeah, it was just it was just really fucking strange to be press. bringing. Yeah, it was pressed to be bringing that up like this happened. This she was bringing that up how when we found out Evelyn had fucked Tammy ex husband. All right, like give it a fucking break. She like she like I'm gonna get you, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought that was stupid. So now this I see why the stage and the tone has been set for Britney and Brooke to get into it. And I'm siding with Britney. Now, the biggest elephant in the room. So, v- Vanessa, a.k.a. the Bang, okay, we we find out because, boy, this was a doozy to me. I'm not going to lie. This caught me off guard. After all this shit she kicked up in the first episode, we find out from Evelyn that Evelyn and Carl's first baby mama are friends. They have a great relationship to the point that Evelyn's son spends time with the first baby mama and her kids. Come on, blended family. So for what reason are you dredging up some decade old beef that only you fucking have? And then when Evelyn says, I fucking called her, she doesn't know why you're bringing this up or why you're trying to stir shit and cause the mess between us. And she like, well, I mean, because it don't matter if it was 10 years ago. I'm always defending the people I love. This woman has not asked for your defense. Them being a blended family, them trusting each other enough for their children to spend time with each other says that whatever issues they may have had 10 years ago have long been taken care of and it's done. And Brooke even asked the lady, which the call is coming from inside the house when we talk about self-awareness. She said, did your friend ask you to do this? This lady said, no. I just... We have given Evelyn hell in the past for her temper and how she responds to things and reacts to things. But in this situation... I do not think Evelyn is in the wrong. I feel like her anger is justified because somebody that you don't really know, you have heard of, you've known of them, but you don't know, you don't have any communication with, you don't have a personal relationship with, coming and stirring up mess in your blended family between you and a woman who have such an amazing rapport that you trust her with your minor child I would absolutely want to beat that. I would want to beat the bang off that bitch. Because it's just kind of goofy. Like you falling on the sword. Like some, the, not not even falling on the sword. Cause it ain't like, the, like she didn't even put a sword down. You just throwing up shit just to kick up shit, just to have a storyline, just to have a presence on this show. It's like you fighting, you, you trying to fight a battle that ain't even started beloved. Yeah, it's really weird. Like it's weird. It's a whole shit. I just had to show you from like, holy shit. Mm. Oh my god. Uh you already <laughs> the fact that you picked it up immediately. Okay. <laughs> mm. 
Um, but it's just really weird. It's like you ain't got shit else better to do than the goddamn pink beefs that ain't done no more. Like, or was was ever there in the first place? Like, what is you doing? Yeah, it just it doesn't it doesn't make very much sense to me. It doesn't have a rhyme, a reason, or a purpose. And again, I I have a huge problem with people like that who um who don't think of the collateral damage and the fallout when they do things like that. Because again, there are children involved in this equation. True. And so it is in the best interest of all parties involved to be in a good space. And it seems like Evelyn is in a good space with the other mother of Carl's children and more than likely for the sake of their children. And because what's the beef? Neither one of y'all is with the nigga no more. All right. That's the other part of why this is so goddamn weird. Neither of them are fucking this nigga anymore. Like, girl, do you want to fuck him? Why you trying to? Is that the reason you trying to dredge up this beef? Do you do you want some of Carl's cock? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> some of Carl's cock. <laughs> like, I'm just I, trying to understand. The and I do. Um, <clears throat> I like the fact that. Um, that Brooke alluded to some some shaky shit going on in this lady's own marriage, which is why she's meddling. Mm. And, you know, this situation with Shawnee, I mean, in this situation with Evelyn and Carl's um, other ex, because, girl, what are we doing here? There's no way that you are happy, healthy, thriving, and you have time to try to dredge up I can't even say dredge up a beef because it don't seem like it's no beef. You're you're trying to fabricate a beef. That's even yeah. worse. You're not even bringing up old beef. You're trying to create something that's not there and doesn't exist. This is some gluten free beef. Some like I said, sometimes you just gotta beat the bang off a bitch the to let them know game. that you <laughs> to let them know that you is not fucking playing because you you dibbling and dabbling in some shit that is not your business in any capacity. There's quite literally no reason for you to be in this involved in anything. It's giving press for a storyline. It is. It is. And if and if that is true about the you know t- the turmoil and tribulation in your own marriage, what I be saying? If we if we can talk about you, then we ain't got to talk about me. We ain't got to talk about me. Yep, you hit the nail on the head. Well, friend, I'm these first two episodes i am thoroughly pleased and nice this the type of this the type of mess I, I remember liking from the days of basketball wives past and at first i was like malaysia's stupid for leaving the show but maybe it was best she left i mean i mean lord knows malaysia's thick is my accent but good god that girl was boring i'm not even gonna hold you and she was she was boring by her through her own fault because yeah. It was rumored that Malaysia was fucking Jamal Bryant, and boy, that would have been a juicy, juicy storyline. It's the juiciest her ass, I tell you what. That would have been a storyline, I tell you what. Although, if that's true, I'm hating because it should have been me. But anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but we back at it, and let's get, I'm ready to get to the showstopper. Hey, I know y'all probably say, well, why Adrian been so quiet? Adrian don't dabble in the snow. She, and we get it. We get it. But Adrian, it's time for love and marriage, Huntsville. 
Woo woo. It's time. Lot of deal ho. Lot of deal ho. <laughs> <laughs> so I had an epiphany last night as I was watching this episode. Mm-hmm. And it finally came to me why I truly don't like Marceau. And it's not because he's a self-proclaimed asshole or narcissist because in our day-to-day lives, we come across a lot of those. It's not uncommon. It's because he don't stand on business with Mm. the shit he do. Mm. And so... You understand, too. Okay, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to my corner. Mm -mm, Come on now. Okay, he when he he put on that waist shaper and get to talking shit, but he ain't never stand on it like a grown ass man. And I'm gonna be honest, I don't care about anything that happened outside of when when Kiki flung that goddamn drink in Tisha face. So first things first, to everybody saying Kiki was wrong, she went too far. Let's take a real deep dive into what happened between Kiki and Tisha for their relationship to be where it's at now. Kiki has an addiction problem. She is struggling in the present with her addiction to prescription drugs. Martel and Melody were throwing a party while they were still married. And Marceau found out that Kiki and her husband were invited. And Marceau says, y'all invited Kiki? Wow. Y'all better lock up y'all medicine cabinet. You know she she a crackhead. And Tisha said nothing. And then when it was brought up where the where the beef and attention came from, because I'm almost certain that Mel took this back to Kiki, right? Because they were they were beefing after some time, like after they fell out and shit. I'm sure she took this back to Kiki and was like, Yeah, girl, it was Marceau and Tisha who told me about your addiction problem. Well, when it was brought up, Marceau said, I mean, I didn't mean it like that. I mean, I was just joking. You know, I was just okay. And that's when I realized that's why I don't fuck with Marceau. Because Marceau, was, he tries to say any and everything out his mouth. But when, when motherfuckers call him to the carpet about it, and when motherfuckers check his ass, it's always, you know, I ain't mean it like that. You know, I was just kidding. I was just joking. And I knew they was going to try to make it seem worse than what it really was. And I didn't say it how they brought it to you. He's a fucking coward. Correct. He's a coward. That's why I don't like your big, dumb, bald-headed, bad-built, big-titty, buxom ass. You're a coward. You're a bitch. And no, I don't mean one of the girls a bitch. I mean, you're just a bitch. Like gender inclusive, you're a bitch. You don't stand he's, on the things that you say and do. He's is one of the, it's, it's it's a classic case of someone who has all that mouth, but like you said, a two cow stand on it, which feeds into which is already bad enough because because a lot of times like you can be a narcissist without being a coward, right? But when it's a combination of the two. <laughs> like it compounds like it, it's two times as worse like, not only are you a narcissist not only are you a motherfucker who thinks he's smarter than everybody you're a motherfucker who thinks he's smarter than everybody and can say what the fuck he want but won't stand on what the fuck he says so it's like a, it's the worst of everything yeah yeah that's what it is you're he's a coward he don't stand on the shit that he say or do and to me you know what i'm saying it, that that's the again 
everybody, anybody could be an asshole. I'm an asshole some days. We're all assholes some days. We have asshole moments. We may not make a practice of it, but we have our moments. And when I'm an asshole, I stand on that. Because the, the only thing I probably shouldn't have done is I should have kept the shit to myself. But if I said it, I motherfucking meant it. And I could stand on that every single fucking time. And if it's brought to me or somebody bring it up, is I'm not going to play. I ain't mean it like that. You know, I just be joking. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, I'm not doing none of that. Uh, I meant it. I meant it. And nine times out of 10, you're not going to even come to me with it. Because when you heard it, you, you already knew where we stood and how I felt about you or the situation to begin with. So you ain't even got to bring no shit to me out of shop trying to verify if I said it. Because I let you know where we stood from the fucking beginning. He's a bitch and he don't do that. That's why I don't fuck with Marceau. That's why I don't like him. Now, on the flip, I need Kiki to stop being passive aggressive. And stop putting everybody and their mama in this shit between her and Tisha and go directly to Tisha. No, you don't need to take them cheating rumors to mail. You don't need to take whatever uh, her copy and Stormy's return policy word for word to Stormy because this don't got shit to do with, with Kiki, and, I mean, with Tisha private labeling hair care products from Stormy's company. People do that shit all the time. Like, this is about the fact that you still have heat on your chest because they they exposed to the world, to y'all friend circle, the, the struggles you were having with addiction, and it was done in such a malicious and nasty way, and you, in turn, start dragging Tisha and Marceau through the mud to anybody who would listen, especially male, because they were on the outset at the time, and you still feel a way about it. Yeah. But my thing is... Everybody who haven't told Tisha that they didn't heard rumors about Marceau cheating. Let's start there. At this point, if you can't produce the person, I'm tired of hearing about it. Hello. Because it might it might mean that they have an arrangement that they don't want to talk about on camera. Tisha, mama then came to Tisha about cheating rumors, mailed and brought up cheating rumors, Mar Martelled and brought up cheating rumors, people around Huntsville and brought up cheating rumors. The thing is, the thing is, Tisha is not leaving this nigga. And one, the onlyest thing, the only thing I respect about Tisha is that she knows she's not leaving Marceau, so she don't want to hear the shit. And, and that's much my thing. When does wanting somebody to be informed kind of turn into slightly abusive? Hunt. Like, I don't want to hear it. If I don't want to hear it, who are you to force me to face it? Because either you keep pushing. To me, I think her and Marceau might have an arrangement. Or she knows about the cheating. And she, as long as she don't bring no baby like Martell. And I don't something. know anything about her. Yeah, it's something. But it's, something, it's their or, something. It's their something. Or Mar Marceau, who is who is not as dumb as Martell, had whoever he cheats with, or if it's multiple women, they probably sign ironclad NDAs. He probably has his own lawyer that Tisha knows nothing about, and he's not worried about his shit really making it to Front Street. People can have all the whispers and rumors and, you know, assumptions they want to, but nothing nothing has been uh, set in stone. There have been no receipts. Nothing has been proven. So, yes, I would like us to be left out of this narrative, and so would Tisha. And furthermore, 
you're not going to bring to me no cheating rumors about my husband at no fucking card game at no outing with other couples. Bitch, are you dumb? This was a party for Kimmy's healing, <laughs> remind you. Like, are you dumb? There's no way you thought this was about to be a conversation we were finna have at a party amongst our friends and family. Get the fuck out of my face. And to me, I don't know if y'all agree, Kiki do look like she's still on drugs. And she look like she's going fucking through it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, he didn't... This was not evident? <laughs> Yes. And it's and and I do and here's another here here's another tidbit why I think Kiki has the the level of vitriol and malice for Tisha and Marceau that she does. I feel like it's because Tisha and Marceau look down on Kiki now. Oh, absolutely. Like absolutely. I feel like when Tisha and Kiki were closer, Tisha t- treated her like they were equals, like there was mutual respect. And now they have this, oh my God, a crackhead type of energy towards Kiki. And I, well, think- I feel like Mar- I feel like Marceau never always looked down because then he said that Tisha's people came from like the other side of the track. Yes, so like you were. Always, oh my, yes, yes. I feel like he always looked down on them anyway, including Kiki. And I think she have a level of shame because, damn, now I didn't gave him a reason to look down on me. Well, I, I th- I'll take it a step further. I think I think it's one of those things where, because you're right, Adrian. I totally forgot he said that um, early in, in earlier season, but he did. I think he did, but now it seems like Tisha also does with him, and that's what's pissing Kiki off even more so. Because even she said what a couple of what episodes ago, like when the shit with her and the um and the the, the stealing shit like first happened, like then Tisha was like. Saying like, what about my, you know, what is this gonna do to our image? Like, that's my cousin. Like, what is it gonna do for my brand? And it's like, girl, you thinking about your brand when your cousin clearly going through some shit? You think your brand is the first thing you think about? So, I mean, my brand feed my family. I'm, not, I mean, I'm. That might sound, that might sound really selfish and insensitive. But if my brand is what is bringing in sustenance for me and my family, I do have to kind of be concerned about that. Would that stop me from giving any help or anything? No, but I but I would question it. Well, what what does this look like for my brand? If my brand is that substantial, I don't really think Tisha's brand is that substantial. Oh, but... There you go, friend. I was waiting for you to get there. I was waiting for you to get there. Was, like, I, I see where you're going, but I was waiting for you to get to the real. Yeah, it's not. It's a, I mean, her. It's not, <laughs> it's not as substantial as I would think for you to be like, oh, my God, what about my brand? <laughs> but I can understand someone with a brand that sustains them being concerned about their brand. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, I... I think that's where a lot of teachers' anger stems. I mean, not teacher. Kiki's anger stems from his dad. It's one thing for this. It's one thing for this uh, Roblox built ass nigga to be like that. But for you, my own flesh and blood cousin, to look down on me, I think that's why that that was fuels a lot of her her fire and anger. And it's televised. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. televised. Yeah, like but also all- nobody told you to come on, True. knowing that you have that history. True. So, I mean, you chose that. You chose coming on with Mel to get back at your cousin over being kind of exposed to all of this. Yeah. Obviously, you thought it was worth the risk. And maybe you figuring out now, maybe I could have just stayed 
in the back. Well, I just couldn't stop fucking with y'all in private. Because would she really have been on Crime Stoppers if this was just Kiki, no love in Hunts- Huntsville mar- marriage? No. Marriage? I- no, I I, so she raised her profile, and I don't think she's getting maybe the benefits she thought she would get from raising her profile. I do like yeah. in the little, in the little, um, like before they transitioned, they was like, in real time, these charges against Kiki have been dropped. <laughs> that was funny. I don't know why it was so funny to me, but it was funny. Yeah, Especially because like, we knew that wasn't no shit really gonna happen. Like we, like come on, and. Again, I I just I just feel like this is about more than just, you know, cuz Kiki cuz Tisha don't want to hear you talk about some more cheating rumors. I don't have to listen to that. And if if my man is cheating, arrangement or no arrangement, if I'm not leaving, there's no reason for us to discuss it, especially when nobody has brought a good receipt or piece of proof to this woman yet. At this point, it's just hearsay. It's just hearsay. And I don't know, and God forgive me, because I don't want to be defending Tisha, but what do y'all want her to do with the with the constant rumors and no proof and no receipts? What would you have her do with that information? I mean, they want her to divorce Marceau, and she's not that type of bitch. Like, that's just not who she is. And that's not an indictment or a judgment on who she is. Some women go through cheating and stick it out. Some couples... Some women do a male and okay, I'm done, I'm gone. But even male took a certain amount of cheating. Yeah, I, I was yeah. going to say it. It's a she said that if there wasn't a baby, yeah, I don't necessarily know she would have. She would have left Martell because first season she was talking about respectable cheating. So in my <laughs> mind, if you're talking about respectable cheating, in my mind you're trying, you're talking yourself into being okay with somebody cheating as long as who he cheats with doesn't do X, Y, Z. Yep. Don't embarrass me and don't bring no babies. And Martel did both. And that was her point. That and was you brought that hoe to my front door where she calling me and being disrespectful. Yep. So yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. Sorry. Yep. But yeah. Like, it's one of the things I was like, do I think Marceau is cheating? Not so fucking loose. But it's like, what is Tisha gonna do? Like, she not leaving. She don't seem like she wanna leave. So it's like, I mean, hell, unless unless you bring a picture of someone of, of someone sucking that man's dick that ain't Tisha, what do you want her to do? Like, what are we going to do with this information? And I think Kiki has bigger issues to be worried about than whether Honestly. Marceau is Like, you've got bigger, you've got bigger issues and bigger fish to fry than that. But I think that's the only way you can feel like you are back on Tisha's level. It's okay, I might have addiction, but you got a husband that's cheating on you. And it makes me wonder what their cousin dynamic was like, even as kids. Because I know they said they were really close, but you can be really close to a cousin and still have like that almost sibling rivalry dynamic. Yeah. So I really really wonder what that dynamic was like for them growing up. I mean, the person that could probably tell us ain't on the show no more Wanda. Wanda wouldn't even be honest with us. Wanda would spin this in a way that Tisha would seem like the victim no matter what. I just don't think we'll ever get the down to the actual meat and potatoes of their relationship. However, I do feel like, again, you know, her her feeling like 
Kiki, I mean, her feeling like Tisha is ignoring her or shrugging her off or, you know, paying her dust, it pissed her off because she feels like they look down on her, especially with Marceau being the one to expose to their friend group her issues with addiction. So I just feel like a lot of this was a buildup due to their their constant passive aggressiveness with each other. They are, Mm -hmm. Kiki is passive aggressive. Tisha is passive aggressive. Marceau, he not passive aggressive, but he a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And so- He's aggressively a bitch. And it just kind of makes me laugh a little bit because again, I just feel like this could have been handled you know, in a in a different manner, in a in a different way, and oh, then everybody is refusing to have the hard conversations. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like people who act like actual adults would have been squashed this shit. But you are talking about you are talking about Tisha, Marcel, and Kiki. None of which actually act like, act like a damn adult. So that's why we have the conflict we have now. Yeah, I agree. People in. Parties interested in healing and getting to the root and moving on would have been squashed this year. But don't throw no drink in my Okay, now that we're here, this is where I was ready for us to go. This is where I was ready for us to go. T should be having all that mouth, all that sloth tongue, fat lip mouth, all that gotta list, knee speech therapy mouth, all that fucking talking and jiving. And this bitch walked away unscathed after she forcefully smacked a drink in your goddamn face. Cause baby, bitch, ooh, ooh, like we, I, we I would have beat the brakes off a of Kiki crackhead ass. Kiki the crackhead with a K, crackhead with a K. Not you saying she would have had a cracked head. Nah. Truly, I'd have messed up them people. A nice cracked head for a crackhead. <laughs> mm mm. She would have, she would, I would have beat that bitch ass. Not y'all saying Kimmy wouldn't, wouldn't be the only one needing some heal. No, not at all. No. <laughs> not y'all saying it would have been a healing party for two. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, because somebody would, yeah, both y'all would. Because, bitch, after I would have laid hands, you would have needed laid hands on you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't have it in me. I don't have the maturity level in me to walk away from that. I don't. No, I I'm don't. not mature so enough it Because me. it's a form of assault. You, you assaulted that lady. People, I don't think people realize that that is assault. You assaulted that lady. And you didn't just like toss the drink. You you slapped that motherfucker with the force of Thor. Nah, she had it. She had the scope on the lady. You you <laughs> made you made black in the bottle get all up in that lady face. And no. I'd have beat the black with the bottle. <laughs> I would have beat, beat the black beat, with the bottle. I would have beat the black with the black. Oh, Mm-mm. oh yeah, I would have beat the strength of the black panther. <laughs> the strength Mm-mm. of the black champagne. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Mature. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. God knows my heart. I'm not. I'm not with that shit. It's just certain shit you're not going to do feel comfortable doing to me. And that's one of them, especially because you in your feelings about some shit that you're not woman enough to come talk to me about. You want to bond with me. You want to bond with me over rumors of my husband cheating. Well, wasn't she talking to 
Stormy? Yeah, she was talking to she was talking to Stormy. Stormy, like Keisha wasn't sitting there, and that's that's something that gets on my fucking nerve. Don't talk to another person about me while I'm sitting there talking like I'm not there. Passive aggressive again, and don't talk about me to another person while I'm sitting here, and you don't know this lady like this. Not only don't know this lady, but don't know that me and this lady don't get along that well. Yeah, it just it it was it was like a me, lot of moving like, pieces. Like, I would have beat this bitch up. That, and then here go Marceau, scary ass. We don't we not about to do that. We not about to do that. I thought you was Mr. Big Mr. Big Bad. Now nah, listen, say what John, because I was just about to say, not only are you talking to Stormy about about this shit, nigga, Stormy's husband already don't let Marceau know it, it's 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 whatever. <laughs> so like <laughs> Yeah, but then Kiki has Marceau running and hiding behind security from Kiki husband. You ain't nothing but a fat fucking coward. It it would have been a fucking fight because <laughs> I would have I would I would have threw a drink in your white face, nigga. Yeah, we got everybody got to have wet faces after this. I'm sorry, <laughs> I know I'm sorry. <laughs> everybody need a champagne bath because my bitch not gonna be the only one. So what we doing here? Like I am truly a my lick back kind of shit when it comes to like putting your hands on me or or any form of assault. I, I that shit is just not gonna go the way you think it's gonna go. Cause it's either I gotta beat you up or because I know Crime Stoppers is looking for you, I gotta call the police. <laughs> now, which up, now, I, now which one do you want to take? There, that is hilarious. I'm calling in for the reward and suppressing of the charge. What we talking Help! about? Police. So what we talk about? Hashtag, hashtag this bitch on crack, Your Honor. <laughs> George Mathis like this folks. Hmm. Ma'am, that- are you a crackhead? Because <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something. I would have the way I would have called the police to the to the kickback and been like, Your Honor, I think I, officer, this lady is hopped up on that shit. I saw she was on Crime Stoppers. That's why they got mad when Marceau was like, "Why call up the police and had them do a drug test?" That's that's when her husband really got jumped. So that's not what it is. And like I said again, I do absolutely agree with the fact that this level of discourse and tension between Tisha and Kiki started because of Marceau and Tisha. Because I would have checked the fuck out of Marceau. For doing that to my cousin, you don't get to kick my cousin while she's down. Yeah, I, and like real jokes I, I, I do think that's part of why Kiki, again, like to like you said earlier, Candace, she needs to be woman about it. She needs to be big titty about it. She needs to be grown about it and say it. But I do think the fact that her own flesh and blood, someone she done been close with all her life, with let her husband say that shit and it go unchecked. Like, that hurt her. And honestly, I don't blame her. Because, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because it was uncalled for. Yeah, but she needs to be real about that shit, though. She needs to be honest about it. Absolutely. And being passive-aggressive and trying to get your lip back at Tisha by bringing up cheating rumors that she don't care about or throwing a drink in her face, that ain't gonna get you, that ain't gonna get you what you want. Yeah, you it's got not. To be, you got to be big titty about it and be like, cuz. We, we don't go on back like four flex. You don't let this Roblox built ass nigga say that shit about me and unchecked. Like, huh? Huh? You didn't let the hip slide. 
<laughs> show title. Show title. <laughs> okay, put it in the group chat. <laughs> yeah. You didn't let the hips lie tonight, baby. I got a motherfucking problem with you. <laughs> yes, Kiki need to be honest and real about this shit. Because only then can y'all move forward. But the damn sure ain't going to be like this. Who oh, motherfucking God I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you old goddamn Minecraft built ass, nigga. Like, just, you know. And and I'm, I'm uh, Kiki, listen, baby. Listen, Mama Sita. <laughs> baby, you you know who to play with. You know who to play with, baby. Cause your ass would have been good as beat. You know you know a coward when you see one. Cause you would have never got that shit off with me. We'd still be fighting. <laughs> We'd still be going at it. Ugh, my God, y'all. Oh man. And you know the good thing about Love and Mary Transville, it's some more mess coming up the hatch. Like this is the this is the end of stage one mess. There's some more mess coming up because they still, yeah, this the end of phase one. We still got the shit that's going to come up with this uh, couple's trip when Martel sneaking a bitch in the house on the couple's trip or him trying to get back with Mel. Uh, We still got whatever this shit is going on with with Tisha and Marceau and him telling her I had a vasectomy. So if you was pregnant, I'm going to need a blood test. And we, 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 it's a mess coming. We haven't even hit our peak yet. So I'm excited. I'm here for it. You know, I just love me a little chaos and calamity. One thing about me. Lord, today, if y'all haven't, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever, go listen. There's also a new episode of Ratchet Reloaded, our companion show, hitting the Patreon. Subscribe at the five uh, at the red noise level for $5 a month. You can go back and listen to all of the episodes. We cover uh, love during lockup, love after lockup, life after lockup. Girl, your mama locked up. We cover all that shit. We um, have covered the love and hip hops. Uh, we have covered a lot of the ratchetry on Zeus. That's all I want to say. Y'all, I, you know, I, we like mess. You know, we do. True. I can't get in the baddies. I, I, I've tried my best to get in the baddies. And that show fucking scares me. <laughs> <laughs> baddies be scaring me. Baddies are scared of bad bitches away. <laughs> because I, I have it. no idea what the fuck they be fighting about, and then well, this bitch is right on their name Tasiki and Tiziki, ta- yeah, that's Tasiki sauce, and you know waffle fries and every goddamn thing else. They just is doing a lot over there, down to the baddies franchise. You want to know why they fighting? I can I can give you a brief synopsis. Come on, let us in, friend. Before we go, maybe I'll decide to catch up. Well, the current fight is with. Tasiki versus the two girls that Krishan had try to jump her. And granted, take it into take this in. Taziki is Krishan's sister, like real sister. <laughs> so they beefing right now. But hey, right Zeus. now, Krishan is pregnant. So she can't fight. So she called two girls to come jump her sister. They fail miserably. So then they get like a fight circle. And she starts fighting them one on one, and she lost the first try. Yeah, 
a fight circle, legit outside in the yard in a circle, and she's fighting, and she fucked that first girl up. So I don't know if those are Krishan's real friends, cause I wouldn't send my real my real friends to get like beat up, cause her sister don't fight like pool hair swing, like she throwing punches, blocking, got like her guard up, nigga. She is Mayweather and shit out there, and these girls are not ready whatsoever. So that's what they fighting about right now. And then, well, Vicky just need to go home. Mm. Not they, not they punching above their weight class. Hold up, wait a minute. Way up. above their weight class. Way above. Literally. And the little light skinned one got saved because Mariah Lynn like did a little light tap tap on her, so she kind of got out of the fight with Te- with Tzeki. But I Mariah think Lynn saved the whole. Way oh the my way. god, <laughs> boy! Oh, what it's is going on, no, Lord? It's a lot going on, but it's. I mean, it's good. It's chaos. If you go in with this is chaos, where they do club appearances in between fighting, <laughs> your expectations are not going to the, the club as a fifteen minute break. Because <laughs> that's really all it is. They fight, 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 fight. Club appearance, fight, 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 fight. Club appearance. Not the club appearance recess. <laughs> like that's all. That's all they doing. Krishan's still singing It's a Vibe. I need her to get another song or something. She got a new song out where she say, um, I just the had a baby. So- yeah, um, that's embarrassing, Lord. Wait, hold, hold, hold on. Wait, wait. <sighs> you don't want to know, Jeremy. If you don't know, you have been blessed and you should, you should remain You blessed. are blessed and highly favored and God is in the blessing business, friend. That's what you got to take that's 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 the that's the takeaway from that okay and i need her to keep that baby in the house before they vaccine series is even up i really i I need her to support the baby neck she hold that baby out she Mm -hmm. hold that baby like a blunt (laughs) and ain't ain't, and ain't no good choices it can't be like all take them to the grandmama ain't no good choices Prayer. I'm gonna pray for you, Krishan Rock Jr. You gonna be in my prayers because you gonna need some praying aunties and grandmothers. That's not because your biological one ones is fucking stupid. Bitch. Mm. Mm, well, prayers for the baby. That's all I got. Maybe. Yeah. No, I'm gonna pray for that baby. Oh, well, y'all, we appreciate y'all for fucking with us, and we may add baddies to the lineup because fight, 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 fight. Um, Club. Club appearance is fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, oh, we we thank y'all for listening to us and rocking with us. We will see y'all back next week. Subscribe to the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash flawless noises. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, we getting close to Halloween and the holidays. Uh, be ready for my infamous Thanksgiving rant. Y'all can't cook and y'all pots is fucked up. Um, wash them goddamn greens. They be so gritty, Lord. It's like a day at the beach in that pot. You, uh, you know? know what? All right. Okay. okay. Bye, y'all. <laughs> we out. Bye. No more. Right away. Hold on, y'all. We back real quick because we forgot to talk about two things that we saw in the news. One being Tyree's ex-wife talking about she let her friends peer pressure her into divorcing Tyrese, even though he was a good man and they was happy. And mm-hmm. Brian McKnight changing his name to Brian Shadu Akur McAdoo McKnight the fourth. No, it was Brian Akuna Matata Knight 
It means Brian no worries. And me. <laughs> For the rest of my child's days. It means no black no, kids. It means no 100% black kids for the rest of my days. It's my problem free. Mulatto free. Melanin free. <laughs> it's my, it's my mulatto. That's a dark soul right there. Yeah, he. he what the evil. fuck happened? What 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 was done to Brian to make him carry on in the ways that he have been carrying on? We don't went from showing how your pussy work to dark soul nigga. Like what's going on here? Like and he I want is... to them lullabies, so you can keep that for sure. I do not care about them lullabies. What happened though, for real? <laughs> you know, like, like something. It, it's something. Something happened. Like because he is very disgruntled. Like this can't be the same nigga that song let us know. It can't be. But you know, his whole thing was. I mean, and every there is a Twitter theory that men love their kids as much as they love the woman, the mother mm. that they're with. And he said the his first wife that he really didn't want to get married, but because he was an R and B singer, he felt pressure to get married. So he got married and had kids. Not him, the opposite of Tyrese's ex wife. Continue, bro. Yes, and then the other there's Brianna, or I don't want to say her name wrong, but there's one that goes to the same college as his stepdaughter right now. And that was more of like a, he said from his words, like a one night stand, a fling, a side piece. And he never wanted her to have the baby. So he's never had a relationship with that daughter. Mm. Yeah. Like he, to, to make the, to have the career you have had off of love songs and ballads and just be a very hateful nigga. That that's irony. Nigga was singing ballads and all of a sudden became a bastard. That's crazy. Ballad of Ballad the Bastard, the bastard. If you wish. <laughs> I, I just something is truly, truly wrong with that man. I, like this, it's got to. It cannot be normal to have a spirit that ugly. Mm-mm. It it just can't be. And he's committed That's, to the shit too. Because it's like you can fall out with your adult kids. I mean, I'm. It seems weird to me, but you, you can't force. But to be, it's like going out of your way. To do hurtful things to, to them. Be that's where I, to them. Yeah, that's, that's where I draw the like, line. Damn, that's that's really fucked up. Yeah, that's where I that's where I feel like I'm drawing the line at. It's like, okay, you don't fuck with them for real. Okay, cool, but to do things that you know that they'll see is weird. Like this it's is really beyond weird. Like this is beyond typical normal, you know, ancient nigga activities, in my opinion. Like. To actively, like I said, not, not only go out of your way to harm to harm your kids, but be actively taunting them while doing it. Like you get a kick out of it. I hope yeah. it all works. I hope this is his happily ever after. But I feel like in, in some years, it ain't going to be what he thought it was going to be. And he's going to need those older kids. Mm-hmm. And they go... <laughs> They're gonna, they, they're gonna look at him like they're gonna look at him like dead ass. One last cry, fuck you, like <laughs> right. He gonna need one last cry. <laughs> what are you talking about? So you just can't be nasty. Nastiness comes back to you. You gonna need one last cry. And them kids gonna be like start back at one, nigga. Mm-hmm. It gets you but every time. 
It do. And it might not come back to him, but this one that you're calling your legacy and all it is, it, that might be that might be the one that all of your nastiness comes back to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I remember people tried to say, well, maybe his kids, they just want to use him and abuse him. Whole time, we still have not seen any reports to say his children are lazy. They don't work. They don't take care of themselves. They nothing, nothing. And, and them honestly, kids just wanted their father to be a fucking father. Yeah, and honestly, I even hate the fact that like that was even a conversation for real. Like, because it feels it's like we have to validate the kids being quote unquote good kids good for their dad not to be yeah. a piece of shit. Like, no, like like he just should not be a fucking evil ass nigga regardless. Like what the fuck is wrong with you? Because there's a way to have boundaries with your kids that don't mean being shitty to them. Exactly. And so. if you felt like you were being used by these kids, chances are you, when they were younger and growing up and needed you, you threw money and stuff at it. So when they mm -hmm. became older, that mm -hmm. that is all they look to you for because when you when you were younger that's all you really were talk about it so, so to me good or horrible kids is still on you yep, yep. it's something you got to reflect on absolutely yeah. absolutely um you know i just want to say this and i got been getting some hell in my mentions about you know y'all say y'all women's women but y'all don't believe women no, i don't because we know if you have women that as friends, it's hard to get a woman to come up off of ain't shit man. Yeah, we literally just got done talking about so. she she do it when and if she gets ready. We have seen women stay in relationships with awful fucking men for years with proof of them being fucking awful, and they decide that that's their man and they gonna stand beside them. So if you think I believe for one fucking millisecond that your friends convinced you to up and divorce your husband who was good to you and y'all were happy for the most part, you got another fucking thing coming. And fuck her for feeding into that misogynistic trope that women sabotage their happy friends' relationships. Yeah, so they can all that single women... That's why single women and married women shouldn't be friends and hanging out because single women only want their married friends to be single again. Just a bunch of fucking bullshit. First of all, you forget that your, your ex-husband is a fucking celebrity and we have heard multiple times about how awful he is as a partner to down to him being accused of kicking a pregnant woman in her stomach. Where was that for that report? Yeah, like... It, yeah, it was, it, yeah, shit. I can't remember. It was a while ago. But yeah, Tyrese has been accused of being abusive to to former partners before. Hmm. Yep. Not only I mean, that, we have seen how this man has carried on on social media. We, uh, he, again, I'm not saying he a bad person, but what I am saying is <laughs> he, he looks like a fucking handful. And I believe that you were not happy in that marriage, but you would rather cry in a mansion that Fast and the Furies and Transformers money built than to be crying in a two-bedroom apartment getting minimal child support. That's what I fucking believe. Because for your friends to even have the type of power to tell you to leave him, you had to be feeding them information 
where they felt like you would be better off without that nigga in your life. Yep. So no, this is not on your friends. This is on you. And if your friends could convince you to leave a marriage where you were happy, healthy, and taken care of properly, you did not need to be in that marriage because you were not ready and mature enough to handle it. And that's even going off the assumption of her own words that I, I'm <laughs> fuck it, nah, fuck it. We ain't behind the paywall, fuck it. I'm gonna be real. I'm sorry, I do not believe you were in no goddamn marriage to no fucking Tyrese, and and that and that was a good marriage to you that you let your friends go. This shit, this shit came off to me as I want to be seen because somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, None of this shit ass the fuck. You are not about to. See- I'm sorry. I am, I am judging. I'm judging like shit because Tyrese has given us so much material to work with. Some of which y'all just said. I ain't finna believe Tyrese was a good goddamn husband and partner. I ain't finna believe that shit. And I'm not finna believe you as a grown titty ass woman let other grown titty ass women convince you to leave that nigga. I just, play with somebody else. <laughs> play with somebody else, goddamn thing. Yeah. Yeah, and and not, not even saying he was a bad partner, but you had a ton of time before that divorce was finalized to come to your senses. Again, this is giving money grab. This is giving I'm broke. This is giving the grass was not greener on the other side, and I'd rather deal with his neurotic ass than to be struggling financially and trying to figure out what's what. They had an ironclad prenup where she didn't get anything, she tried to get $20,000 a month in child support and he fought her on that. And they, I feel like they have some type of custody agreement in place. And now you, and people are like, well, Will, even if she got $10,000 a month, yeah, even if she got $10,000 a month, it's 120K. But you have to think about the lifestyle she was li- living before she left Tyrese. We talking about the same Tyrese who got a, uh, who got the, the, the Optimus Prime fucking... Um transformers in his goddamn backyard like i just again your friends didn't convince you to do shit you were not happy and you left however that freedom that uh, that leaving and leaving with only what you came in with which was your rainbow dress which tyree said when he met his wife she had on a dress from rainbow you don't like this you don't like this struggle and you're a white woman or a non-black woman, so they'll buy into those tears. They'll buy into it. But you had plenty of time to try to work on your marriage before the divorce was finalized. Tyrese was even on social media begging you to reconsider the divorce. Okay, that's what I was thinking. So now what do we do with this? Is he now going to take her back? I doubt it. Like what? I doubt it because he got the upper hand now. And... Mm-hmm. And one thing about it, you don't want no nigga like Tyrese to have no upper hand over you. Yep. Stay, stay, stay single, sis. Stay single, sis. Because if you spin that block, he gonna spin your head. It's it's over. Oh, he, gonna have, he gonna have another album coming up. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. It gonna be Black Rose Black Part 2. But leave us out of it. <laughs> leave the sister circles out of it. Yeah, I mean, listen. You ain't the first bitch to fumble the bag and you ain't gonna be the last. You know, for, for whatever reason, you didn't you didn't know what to do with your little joker. You didn't watch the table, and your little joker got ate up by a big joker. You played your hand wrong. Good 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 luck to you. How the day you you fucking deserve. But as Adrian said, what what would you have us to do with this information? Because a lot of this shit ain't adding up. So you mean to tell? Was- oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, nah, because all it did was give Dusty's more material. First they had uh, Tia 
saying, hey, the dating world just ain't what it was when I was dating. And they turned that into her regretting her divorce. And now you actually come and say this bird brain shit about your divorce when you could just say, hey, I was having a bad day. I was hangry. And I found <laughs> divorce paper. <laughs> not, like, not I needed a Snickers, so I filed for divorce. Like anything, anything but what you trying to do. All my friends convinced me. A, no friend. I want that the knows friends to come for it. That too. That too. But no friend know, that knows you have an ironclad prenup is going to be advising you to divorce all willy-nilly. That, uh, mm-hmm. which is, which he might again. teach you how to make one of Medea's pies for this nigga. Hello. <laughs> she might be telling she you how to put your divorce. Hey, she she might she might she might advise you in ancient uh, art of grit ball, but <laughs> for sure. Which again, but th- see see how we deconstructed this shit and it just don't add up. Like I'm sorry, but you no matter th- how you spin it, it sounds crazy. It, and if your friends did con- convince you to do that. You got to acknowledge that you hanging with a bunch of sad bitches and not a bunch of bad bitches. Hello? A, a bunch of bad bitches would have been like, girl, wait till you catch him cheating. Hello, something. Wait till he do another one of them crime rants on, on the timeline and get him committed somewhere and then spend the money. Like, you... That, I'm saying, like, clear, like if, if this is true, clearly you're not the leader of your friend group. <laughs> Cause ain't I don't know a friend alive that's gonna con- convince you to lead a marriage empty-handed. Hello. As like, soon as they would have been, as soon as you would have went to your friends, like girl, the, they say my lawyers say with the prenup I can't get nothing. You know what them what bitches would have said, girl? This what you do: go home, get sexy, cook dinner, okay? Start crying, talk about you don't feel like this the best move for y'all. Talk about going to therapy and getting the pastor involved. And girl, you just stay till you could figure out how to get you some money saved up. No. Get you a business or something. Diversify your business. Here goes Shawnee O'Neill number. Call her. Uh, right? She... <laughs> now that's the, that's the show I want to see from Shawnee. That's the show I want to see from her. You see yeah. the vision. Like It can be like charm school. <laughs> Divorce school. What kind of name is Safari? Are you an animal? Because not, not just divorce, but these niggas are going to marry Shawnee, so she got the the game plan somewhere. Hey, I honestly don't like it. Hey, for real, don't like Shawnee. And I ain't never heard Shaq don't talk bad about her. He that nigga like I fucked up. Shaq do the exact good. opposite. Shaq be like, up. yeah, I should have, I should have. Shaq be like, I, I fumbled the bag. Chat be chat be like chat start talking in basketball terms. Listen, I had too many turnovers, <laughs> too many fouls, a couple technical. <laughs> right, I fouled. I fouled out. <laughs> I wasn't getting proper coaching. And these new recruits weren't doing shit. Right. <laughs> Listen, I wasted too many draft picks. <laughs> like you, you thought you, you thought you had it, you know, and and it didn't pan out how you thought it was gonna pan out. And hey, players fuck up. But the thing is, Tyree's such a, a nutty buddy that you probably could have just went to him in private and been like, babe, I let the devil work through me. That's you what know? I'm saying. I let the devil work through me. Like, and then you know, all that, I've like, been really- getting myself together spiritually. And the Lord been telling me that it ain't no me without you. Man, please. Bitch, Listen. you just not smart. 
Listen, that again, I do not believe this because you mean to tell me as much as Tyrese um um trots out that damn Christian that holier than thou Christianity patriarchal type bullshit. You mean to tell me you ain't had not one friend that peeped that and would just be like, girl, just tell that nigga y'all going to church and y'all gonna talk to a pastor and work through it. You mean to tell me none of your friends said that shit to you? Knowing the type of nigga he is, come, I, come playing somebody. And you know, friend. you know, you know who Tyrese, the one, an original Twitter nigga. You, babe, you want to do a date to church? I feel like going to church <laughs> with you today. The same motherfucker that said that, that he was Martin Luther King. Like, what you mean to tell me none of your friends? Come on, man. Come on, come man. on, come on, Jesus. You could have got, got him back without this. <laughs> like, this wasn't the way. This ain't the way. I was this led astray. I'm ready to come back up, up under your tutelage and have and submit to you unless you be the head of this house. Uh, Shawty, don't I'm a heathen and know how to do the church speak. What's good? Yeah. Like, you ain't you ain't seen none of this niggas I old. I think I let these I let these new times influence me, but I'm ready for you to I be the head and not be the neck. <laughs> like you ain't seen let, none of this. Go ahead, Angel. <laughs> I let those single Jezebels. <laughs> <laughs> now you listen. You should have dug up that nigga's old tweets where he uses his hashtag manology and use one of his old tweets on him and be like, "I am. There is no me without you." As 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 the Bible said, "Man, man without woman." Manology. Like just say that to that nigga. Like, what did you but you ain't have to throw your girls under the bus. Is For what it sure. comes. Bitch, you not never invited on another girl's trip. <laughs> you finna, you Tiffany Haddish to the group now. <laughs> we just had to come back and bring y'all that. Like, we forgot to talk about it. We had to come back. My, we we out now for real, y'all. We love y'all. We see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>